If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey from the DJ Honorable Metal Monkey Radio Show. I want you to enjoy your day and choose Anchor. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Honorable DJ Miller Monkey, and this is episode 149 uh, with Freddie Davis of Rich Point Records, owner, CEO, former rapper, one of my homeboys, <laughs> mentors, everything. How you what's doing, up? my brother? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? And by the way, that's a correction. It's Rich Point Music. Rich Point, yeah, yeah, music, music. So what's the difference yeah. in that? Like yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was Rich Point Records, but I, you know, did the name change and, you know, and dropped the records and added music. You know, it's more today's sound yeah. like, you know, instead of Rich Point Records, like Rich Point Music better. Oh, that's that, that's dope. You know? How'd you come? How'd you come up with that name? I want to jump into that. Like, how'd you come up with that name? I come up. Well, of course. Um, I started the label with, you know, with just uh, this one artist that I was dealing with over the time. And uh, me, and, me and her, uh, my artist, which is Brazil Hill, uh, we're from the, uh, the same area, you know, the city. Yeah. But her neighborhood is Magazine Point. And, you know, my old hood, the, um, you know, it has a, I stayed on a very popular street you know, in my city was called Rich. So I wanted, you know, the label to have a significant meaning to it, you know, so we'll never forget where we came from. So I took a part of the, a part of the name from her hood and a part of the name where, you know, my hood where we we're from and just combined them both. And, it, you know, and that's how we get Rich Point music. Oh, that's dope as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, cause that got a mean, that got a hell of a meaning behind it, damn. Yeah, that's dope yeah. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> you from uh? Yeah, so yeah. you was born in you was born in Mobile. Um, Pritchard. You from you from? Yeah, oh, so you from Pritchard? It, it's a different. See, I'm you know I'm not yeah. from over there. Like the little a little small city, I guess inside of Mobile, or uh, 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 running neck to Mobile. Yeah. How you been in Pritchard, Mobile? How how was it growing up out there? Was it was it like 
the Brady's? Uh, I mean, like Brady Bunch them or what? No, man. Growing <laughs> up in Pritchard, you you got to have some sense of survival. You know, you got to you got to know how to survive. You got to have a a sense of hustle about yourself. Um, you know, like you know, uh, Mobile and Pritchard, the economy there never. Um, was in shape, you know, for us to like to raise a family in. You understand? So you have to have right. multiple hustle to survive. And you know, growing up in and uh in the days that I came up in the city, you know what I'm saying, you like like I had to get out there and get it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I take I don't take back what I learned from it, you know. Uh it made me who I am today. So yeah, it's know. hard to come up out that motherfucker out here, man. Like I remember in the early 90s. <laughs> no, that's the crazy part, man, because um once I moved to Atlanta, like I I I gave it no second thought, no opinion and shit. As a matter of fact, you know, I had a house that was paid for, it was a little shack and everything. I I left that motherfucker down, everything in it. I remember and, you yeah. And bounced to Atlanta. But at the same time, you know, since I've been in Atlanta, I had um a couple of homeboys or maybe just people that I know in general, you know, they, they will hit me up and be like, yo, move to Atlanta, dog, what's up, blase, blase. They get up there maybe about a month later, you know, you talk to them, man, I'll move back. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this yeah. is lifestyle and, and if you're not, uh, if you're not open-minded enough to uh, adapt to the Atlanta way of living, you know, of course, you're gonna maybe run back to what you're used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The life, you know, the type of life that you live in PA, you know, that shit won't work in, in Atlanta. No, it's it's not. And this is a good place to be, man. It's like it's it's very positive. Uh it's underrated. Like it's it's one of the places you gotta live here in order to know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you can't come here on no whim though. You definitely can't. You you know what time it is, what the deal is. Hell yeah. Um what's uh so I was checking out your I was checking out like y'all releases and all of that stuff, man. Brazil Hill's pretty dope. I seen on um I seen an interview on uh uh what was it, Dirty Glove? Yeah, Dirty Glove <laughs> Tell me about yeah. Brazil Hill. Who who is that? Like what uh how'd y'all how'd you even get to sign her uh how'd that happen? Well, uh, Brazil is more or less like a family thing. And uh, of course she, you know, know, I used to do music uh, back in the days or whatever. And uh, I used to be, you know, hanging with her brother up here in Atlanta. And she used to always, you know, send her music up here for us to check out. And uh, she would be, uh, you know, sending her music, music. I was like, yo, she, you know, she dope. She got potentials, you know what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker. Yeah. She, but yeah, after, you can't let it go. Consistency, consistency, sending me stuff. I knew that she was getting better and better and better. And um, she um, created this uh, mixtape that we decided to pull off the market. But the mixtape was, you know, it was dope, you know. And uh, after that, I was like, okay, I started kind of messing with her heavy. And then... Um, you know, and one day it was probably like eight o'clock in the morning, man. She 
she hit me up on the phone like, yo, check your email. I'm about to send you something. I think I got one. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So I got up and checked the email and I put it on a, a I got this big loud surround sound system at my house and I put it on there. And man, that beat dropped and I was like, yo, I was like, okay, it's time for us to make this move, you know, and right. And, but at the time, you know, I know that the, the industry was was changing to something that nobody knows what it's changing into itself for it's digital now. Right, but, right. But where it's going. So of course I had to uh, get myself abreast on the industry and, and stuff like that, go talk to lawyers and all this stuff right there. And, mm-hmm. and after we did that, man, we end up, you know, becoming an independent music label. Damn, that's cold blooded. Yeah. How is it how does the game change? I took it to Go ahead. Uh, how does the game change since you uh since back in the day when we were signed to a label? Like how? Oh man, starting Shit. a label is the, different. The game has changed so much. I mean, you got to think back when we was doing it, none of us was business minded about this shit. Hell and, no. <laughs> you know, I, I think I was the only one was trying to get us. You was. Uh, you was. Because you, uh, you know, I'm the one that. <laughs> to get all of us registered with ASCAP. And to this day, I'm still registered with ASCAP. Yeah, me too, me too. I uh, think you did get us registered. Yeah, and so um, I I think the difference um, that I learned or know for right now about the industry is is that, you know, um, it's business. Like, you know, they don't give a fuck about your music. It's all about your business. 1,000%. Game to me, in my opinion, the game used to be, they used to say, you know, 10% music, 90% business, but now shit, I think it's like 99% business and 1% music. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, um, you know, back then you you really had to put in that footwork in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like selling them CDs out of trunks, uh, uh, traveling to city to city to do an interview or, you know, just to meet somebody face to face. And now, you know, uh, you have a lot of artists, man, they're, they're doing a lot of shit and not even leaving their city. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of shit is done over email, you know, Zoom. Motherfuckers doing interviews through Zoom now and getting big publicity. You, you know, so that's how the change. You know, everything is more computerized and digital now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the artists themselves, they have a lot of access to things that the record labels only had access to, you know, yep. but we just yep. learn how to use those things into our, uh, you know, best of our abilities to, to make it shit pop for us. Yeah. And so the game, the game has, it's, it's not finished changing, yeah. you know? Are you, uh... No? Uh, what is what is Brazil? Uh, Brazil Hill. What what was our last? Is she got a project coming out now, or did it just drop? I've been listening to all kinds of stuff on YouTube. Well, we don't have um, a project. That we're, we're working on uh, a project right now. now. I'm not gonna say a project, but singles, because we're just gonna just you know start the year. I was just dropped a bunch of, of singles. But she just recently dropped a single on November the 23rd with uh, 
featuring one of um, a legendary artists from Alabama, which is Now, And uh, he's one of the feature artists there. Um, so that was her last single that she um, dropped. And before that, we dropped a, a single uh, in the middle part of the year, which is still getting a lot of uh, recognition. And it's called You. It's a, like a hip hop and RB track, you know, and it's called You. And the video is available on YouTube as well. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Cause I, I've been checking her music out on YouTube. I just let it play, man. And yeah. she, she all the way dope, man, all the way live. So you looking to, so you looking, uh, like y'all have like, who's, who's she collabing with? Like outside um, of uh, C Dow and like, who have she? We collaborated with a lot of producers. I mean, we was collaborating with uh, with producers in other countries. Um, somehow, and you know, some kind of way, her her music was uh, reaching people in uh, in other countries, and they was like DMing us and you know, wanting to work with us or whatever on her um, on her EP that we dropped on December, I mean, October the 31st, 2019. Uh, we had a, a track produced, uh, the, actually it's the last track on the EP called Chill. It's a producer by the name of Ty Beats. Damn. He is over in Thailand. What? So, what the yeah, fuck? Thailand. We was communicating with him in Thailand and I was very iffy about- <laughs> That's you know, crazy. Cause I'm like, dude, you wait over in Thailand. You know, what if we got a problem? You know what I'm saying? I need to reach you on the jack. Like how soon, <laughs> guess what? We actually did run into a problem. We was over in Patchwork Studios. Um, I was getting the, the song uh, mixed and mastered and we was in the mastering session and something was up with the beat and he needed to send again. And I was like, oh fuck, man. I'm like, it's fucking eight o'clock at night. I don't know what the hell time it is over in Thailand. So <laughs> no. I just took, I emailed it. And man, you wouldn't believe this cat emailed me back in about three minutes. And I said, <laughs> I like, gonna work with him again. <laughs> yeah, off top. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, you gotta think of that. So that lets me know he's, he is about business. So he produced that track, guy named Thailand, uh, his name Thai Beats. And um, um, we, some up and coming producers that's over here. I know one cat is out in North Carolina. He's a up and coming beat uh, producer. He done, uh, produced for uh, NBA Young Boy and a couple of other, you know, hungry artists out there. Um, the You, the one that we, I was telling you about earlier, which is a hip hop and R&B track. Yeah. Uh, you that's still gaining momentum. Uh, it's a guy, um, his name, his name is Monty, and he's from over, it looks like uh, Iraq or something. Cause uh, <laughs> one of those uh, guys, cause- uh, There's a lot of producers I gotta over there. Huh? I said, there's a lot of producers over there. Yeah, and so he, he, he reached out to us on Instagram. And it was like, yo, I've been checking out Artist Brazil, I wanna work with him. It was like, okay, send us something. And he's from over there. So uh, we've been getting, we've been, um, we, and we're working with another um, producer from Africa. 
but um that's fucking yeah we just the process of going through his material and and seeing which one she want to work with or whatever like that but we haven't uh you know sealed the deal on anything yet but we are working on with him you know producer from africa damn that's dope so it ain't no question that you're a tour over there too yeah, and and right now I'm actually in the studio right now. She's in our recording. Um, we're working with a producer, an up and coming uh, producer, hungry producer. I love him. Uh, his name Mattastic. Uh, he's from yeah. Mobile, but he's here now, and we linked up with him. And um, so they are cooking up another joint or whatever, you know. That's sweet. So as a matter, got a fire a hard street joint that's uh track that's gonna we probably drop it sometime the first quarter this year that he produced and uh it's, it's pretty dope i think they're gonna love it man that's what i'm talking about man i, I man how, that's crazy man like doing these times how has covid imp- impacted uh y'all doing shows and doing business just the way you're doing business right now it and covid has <sighs> shit covid COVID put a damper in us like a motherfucker, but it didn't stop us, but it slowed us down. And um, it didn't stop us, but it slowed us down. I mean, cause I think last year, Brazil may have done um, shit, maybe about three, four shows. And we would normally do a hell of a lot more shows than that. And a lot of the stuff that we was involved in and what's going to take part in end up canceling, just like the uh, the MBE the MBE conference, music conference. Uh, Damn, that's big. Yeah, we know we performed at that the year before, and we was in you know we had preparations and plans in order to perform at it in 2020, but it got canceled. Um, let's see the. Atlanta Hip Hop Day, we performed at that. That's another big, you know, thing that she would normally perform at, but because of COVID, that, you know, canceled that as well. Damn. So, uh, and, you know, and then, you know, Brazil just very careful. I'm very careful. And we try not to catch that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we gamble. We took a gamble on a couple of things, you know, and went on ahead and, uh, performed and everything, but the good part about it is the Brazil got her own mic. She got a diamond mic, and so when she we do go perform, she don't have to use nobody else's mic or whatever. She could use her own mic. That's which is yeah, because you can spread. We only have turns on it. Yeah, you can spread yeah. disease uh, with with a microphone. Yeah. In Tennessee, you can't pawn microphones. It's like I don't know. I, I learned a fun fact: you can't pawn microphones in Tennessee because they could spread a virus or disease. Crazy. Yeah, but COVID shit, man, it, it impacted like, um, it, it impacted us in one way, but it also uh, lit some fire up under a lot of artists as to get out on oh, that yeah. internet, gram and that social media platform and just go ham. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, like I say, it affected them in a positive way in, in that. You know, but also too, you know, a lot of artists, um, <coughs> cause of the COVID, they fell victim to a lot of scams, internet scams, you know, with Man, marketing agents, it's like that, you know, that deal with a whole bunch of bots and shit. 
And so, yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy time. You know, you just have to be uh, smart and, and, you know, and, and do your due diligence when it comes to, you know, looking into a situation. Yeah, you're right, though, because, man, it's, it's, a, it's a motherfucker, but you still got to live, you know what I mean? Um, you look at the sign, any new artists, uh, uh, you know, following Brazil Hill, you're going to get some more? Uh, right right now, now, in the near future, in the future, yeah, of course, I'm going I'm to end up uh, signing, you know, more artists, uh, you know, but right now, I, I think I just want to focus on Brazil Hill, you know, spend all my time, effort, resources, uh, and everything, you know, on her, you know, and really get her where I, you know, uh, I ain't gonna say where I want her to be, where, where I want her to go and where she, you know, and once I get that done and then, okay, I'm like, oh, all right, well, yeah, it's time for like to, to add another, you know, artist to the roster. But right now, Brazil Hill is the face of Rich Point Music. That's what she should, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that too. If I, you know, I'm your bro. Like, if that was my label, hey, cause she is, man, what? And then females yeah. are know, I, in. <laughs> you know, man, I don't, before this COVID hit, man, I used to be out everywhere to all kinds of events. If I get an email or a DM about an event, it's the nine times 10 I'm going and I've seen and met so many independent labels like myself, you know, like Rich Point Music, and man, they have a, a roster foot of artists. And I, you know, I'd be thinking, I'd be like, yo, like, how do they manage to do this shit? You know, and um, some of- They don't, they don't, they just be looking like it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm guessing that's what it is because- I you know, know that's what it is. They have. They have people on their teams, you know, this managers just right here. So I'm okay, so you got a label where you got a lot of people working for y'all for free. Because I'm knowing, you know, like oh at this shit. stage, you know, none of us is really making money off streams because shit. You know what I'm saying? You and I go Google some of the artists and look at some of their stuff, you know, like I'm not trying to brag on Brazil, but she's she got, and she don't have, to me, she don't, I mean, I'm still working on her, her followers on social media and building them up. I'm her still working good. on her out there and getting the streams and numbers up, you know, and, and I'm looking at something like half of them is not even got half of what she got. So, <laughs> exactly. like, it, I, I just be wondering sometimes, you know, like, uh, of course, right now I can, I can afford to you know, adding a couple of people to my team for as, you know, managers and to help out with the label and stuff, all that right there. But I would rather like um, wait till we get a little bit farther out there. Yeah. And cause I don't, I don't want nobody, when you come up on this team, I want you to be dedicated to this shit just like I am. You gotta be. You know? I want you to have Brazil Hill best interest as an artist on this label. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to just for you know for the money or for this right here. I, you know, I want somebody that's gonna come up in here and you know, and we can move this thing. We can move like a family, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Because I'm because because you come upon my team, I'm gonna have you your best interests at heart. Right. You understand? Right. I'm gonna right. have your best interests. Same thing. Yeah, because you, you was know? the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like you literally still can rap. 
You know, like you, I know you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know the ins oh, yeah. and outs. Yeah, and the reason why I'm like that because I was an artist before, and you know what I'm saying. So I was like, you know, I remember those days when we was rapping. I was like, man, we had a manager, somebody do this right here. Or we remember how we used to go to them shows. It used to be other artists and be like, yo, that's my manager over there, and they handling the things. We had none of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. I know, I know how it feels to be that artist, you know, that like to have somebody that got your best interest at heart as an artist, you know what I'm saying? And they right. kind of protective of you, what I might say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's what I, I man, I done, I done heard some fucking horror stories out there. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep that shit away, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And live through the motherfuckers too. You know, Fuck yeah. you know, Fuck um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's, it's crazy to see that you started a label, man. I was, I was like, man, I was just hoping you come on the show. Cause I say, man, this is, this is big bro. Like what the fuck? Like, how is it dealing with artists? Like, what do you have to do? Is it a personal relationship or do you just let her do what she do? Um, Man, it's hard dealing managing an artist. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something, bro. This is just a prediction. <laughs> In the near future, the management fee is going to go up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you look like management fees, a lot of them, they, they all different. But, you know, the rule of thumb is where anywhere from, uh, I'm saying, 15, 20% or some shit like that. That shit going to go up, man, because it's, it's hard. <laughs> Managing artists, especially when you got, you know, stubborn artists, artists that they want to listen, or, or some of the artists that they let the fame get to their head. You know what I'm saying? Oh they yeah, oh off. yeah. They divas, you know? man. They divas. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's hard doing that, man. <laughs> you know, and it's hard. You know, being managing hard. You know. Hey, um, it, it's real hard. Hey, your uh, fucking business phone call coming in. I was trying to to send it to voicemail, and somehow the son of a bitch answered us. Hey, shit, shit happened, man. Man, this is Zoom. You know, this year Zoom. Man, there's so much shit done happened on Zoom this year, man. Motherfucker smoking blunts. Yeah, caught jacking off and shit like the fuck. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Did you vote but, uh, this year? Oh yeah, yeah, I vote. I oh voted. man. That yeah. shit was the I, it, it it was crazy, man. <laughs> this shit fucking crazy. Man, that's about the craziest yeah. shit in the world, bro. Let me ask you something. Yeah. I know I know you, but I don't see like I met you when I was like 18. Yeah, 18 years old, and y'all was like big homies. So I didn't know y'all background for real, but y'all yeah. put me on game, and you all, you didn't fucking play. You was a nice guy, but you know what you had on the side of you at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, though? I'm still like that right now to this day. <laughs> Man, you had a big damn gun. You call that no, bitch the know. Roxy. I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. how was your childhood? How was your childhood coming up, bro? Like, what's 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 the background like? Uh, 
how did you grow up? What was it like? Man, how did I grow up, man? Um, I'm, I'm going to say I, I grew up with, I'm not going to say a lot of freedom, but my my, my uh, parents, they wasn't strict on me or whatever. So I was, I was always allowed to, you know, go and venture out in the hood. I was one of them kids, you know, like, um, during the summer months when we out of school, me and my homies, we the, we the first ones, hit the, you know, we the first ones outside in the morning, you know what I'm saying? I knew everybody <laughs> in the hood knew me. Uh, and you know, that's for my childhood. So, you know, we, you know, coming as a kid, you know, I was, I was able to play, you know, in the hood, neighborhoods with the neighborhood kids and do all this stuff. Then of course, you know, growing up in the hood, when you become a teenager, you start to, um, you know, get into other things. And, um, you know, of course, me and uh, my childhood best friend, you know, uh, me and him and a couple of other cats, you know, we, we, you know, started, you know, getting into the shit that they get into nowadays, you know what I'm getting at. Right, right, and, uh, right. And so I had a little brief run with that, but for the most part, I wanted to say, my childhood growing up in the hood where I'm from, I had a lot of older cousins in my neighborhood. Uh, like I had uh, one of my older cousins, he stayed like on the opposite corner of me. I can jump my backyard and jump the neighbor's backyard and be in his backyard. Damn. Uh, then I had another cousin named uh, Irving. He stayed like two blocks from old me. He had his, he had his uh, clicker homies. My other cousin around here had they clicking homies and all of us cool. So I'm like this little nigga growing up in the neighborhood who have big cousins who got big homies. All of them knew me and I got exposed to a lot of shit, bro. <laughs> at an early age. Was you a you know trouble? What I'm saying? I got you a bad you know, kid? Yeah. Huh? I said, was you bad? Did you get in a lot of trouble and shit? Um I ain't gonna say I got into a lot of trouble. I got in some trouble, but not a lot. I was I was pretty. I want to say pretty smart, you know. Uh, you know, a, a lot of shit. You know, I didn't uh, do dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I didn't right. do a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I I took some I took some chances. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah, we uh, all. You know, a lot. Of had my fair share of of taking penitentiary chances, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Because it's difficult being a uh, uh, black man your age, dude. You the best dresser. Uh -huh. You the best dresser I know on accident. I, I know you don't even try to do that shit, but you be fresh as fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, you know me, man. I always, I you know, if anything, I'm gonna always have me a fresh pair of sneakers. You know always. what I'm saying? And you know you can. As long as you got your fresh pair of sneakers, you can dress that shit up any kind of way with a white tee, you know, or whatever, and then shit, you Gucci. 
You know? <laughs> I didn't have much, so I had the best of what I had. Right, right. Well, ever since yeah. I know you, you were fresh as hell. You was probably like, I don't know, you was in your yeah. 20s when I met you. Um, yeah, I, I was in my um, late 20s, yeah. When, when did you met, stop rapping? When, you first met. when did I stop? Yeah. When did I stop rapping? Yeah. Um, my last, um, when I, my last song I recorded was, shit, I think it was 2008 or some shit like that. Damn. And it, and it, it was a, um, yeah, it was a, a verse uh, um, with a guy from Mobile. Uh, I I did a feature with him. You know, Damn. he said, "That shit." Try feeling like a pimp. <laughs> you know, you did a lot of them type songs. You did. That was the, that was... Huh? I said you did a lot of them type songs. You ain't played when it came to like pimp songs, shit like that. Like, you was down for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. So we, we had fun, man. Those, those days, man, were fun, man. I got a lot of memories about being in the studio, uh, being in the VIP section, smoke out rooms, and, you know, before we go to smoking, damn it, an ounce of weed before you go perform, all that shit, <coughs> man. And... and all that, and I look at how I run Rich Point Music right now. I run it so opposite right now. Yeah, you okay. know, like <coughs> me, me and Brazil never, <laughs> we never had a smoke session. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. That's how you got to keep it too. Man. Yeah, <coughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you know, cause I'm, I'm let I'm more or less about business and I and, and I I keep myself in the frame of mind as a student of, I'm a student of the game and always trying to learn. You understand what I'm saying? Because especially right now, I mean man shit, you go down with with some of the goddamn lawyers, hell, they scratching their head trying to figure shit out. You know what I'm saying? How to to get money from over here, get the money from over there, how is this the streaming this this accurate I hope I pronounced it right. That shit, that fucking all the streaming shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time I look, change it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um. What? Okay. What? Uh. What do you see, Rich Point Records in three years, bro? R Rich Point Music. Man. My bad. What Rich. I, yeah. What do I see, Rich Point Music, in three years? You know. Um, I see Rich Point Music, man, in three years as uh, being one of these music labels that's really, really making big moves. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, having artists that's on the label, which, you know, going to be Brazil Hill that's, you know, uh, performing on BET and all these music awards. But um, that's where I would like my like to be for like the next three years. But as of right now, I'm just uh, I'm just focused on a day by day uh, a day by day accomplishment. I try to uh, 
accomplish something every day for as rich point music i don't care if i just got to go up in there and, and update some data some metadata or something you know just want to accomplish something for rich point music for a day every day seven days a week no days off i'm going to do something i don't care if i got to go and uh, go on social media and update this or do this go on different websites and do i'm going to do something accomplish something for the company and Brazil Hill every day. That's man, that's you know, so up, man. You know, yeah. That's I mean it's it, that yeah. takes a lot of damn dedication, man. Like it, it it really do, man. What's the hardest thing you faced while uh trying to get start like when you was getting started? What's the hardest thing like what uh what was the hardest thing to get everything in order? Like to get everything established. Um, I think the, the hardest thing was, um, overcoming a fear of failure, you know what I'm saying? Then I had to realize like, shit, it's okay to fail, you know, as long as you try, you know, you can't fail. So I think that was my overcome because I was, I, you know, when I started the company, I was like, damn, man, you know, I had a lot to learn, first of all, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And what if I do this here wrong? What if I do something wrong? Or what to do this right here? And to be honest with you, you know, you can never sit back and just learn how to run this shit. You just got to jump in that motherfucker and figure shit out. It's just like, uh, when I, the, the, the most important thing that I did, you know, I can say when I first started the company is I went and sat down with the entertainment lawyer. Straight you know? up. And, uh, yeah, and, of course, she uh, gave me some info, and I had a million questions, and she was like, look, you can sit here and ask all the questions. I mean, she gave me a, a, a lot of game or whatever, but you're not going to learn it if you don't get your ass out there. Don't worry about this right here. Go out there, put out music. Yep. And as everything that you want to know and learn, connections that you need to make, all that stuff going to start coming to you. And, and I can't say she was, she was right. Yeah, absolutely right. That's the, be that's the best advice is just doing it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit, it's just like going to college, man. You can go to college, you know, to, pe to be a fucking doctor or whatever. I mean, but shit, you ain't going to learn, you know, what it is to be a doctor until you actually get out there and start doing it. You're going to know the fuck but you ain't going to know, you know, what it is to be a doctor until you actually put on that shit and go to work for a minute and you start figuring shit out. And you right. be like, yeah, you know what? They, they didn't teach this shit in college. You know? <laughs> right. Like what's um, what's your age range of your audience? Like what's uh, who who do you target? Like what age range? Man, um, it, it's crazy because with Brazil Hill kind of music, her age range, um, uh, man, I, I just say for instance, I go on Spotify and I look at her. Uh, her graphic, her demographics, and age range. I look at you know, uh, eighteen to twenty-four. Man, they, you know, the margin might be way over here to the right, and I look over here to like the mid twenties to the thirties. This way, like 
her age range, I'm gonna say, according to the graphic, man, is fucking like 18 to the late 40s, early 50s. Damn, that's hard, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's a, and, you know, and I'm like, yo, that's uh, that's that that's that's pretty, you know, pretty decent. Yeah, that's a, that's a wide age range too, man. Like, and then that's the template that you want your your label to have that range so you can drop records from it for any type yeah. of age. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here's the thing: like Brazil is a uh, a hip hop and R and B artist. So you know, uh, on this on the hip hop side, maybe on this hip hop on one hip hop song. She may have this age range that's over here going that far. She may have them then she do an R and B thing. She may have the age range to go over there. But both of them overall, you know, are good. You know, she have a a nice age range. You know, and it started out at eighteen. You know, I'm quite sure she got some some fans that's younger than eighteen. Oh you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, you know, she do. Yeah, yeah, because you know mm -hmm. them them. The youngsters, you you really can't count them because you don't know who is who when they when they under eighteen, but they yeah. they get inspired, you know what I'm saying? They shoot the end of high school, shoot that'd be the song of their life, you know, one of the ones she made. Oh, yeah. have you uh like like what do you do after? Because uh, that's a lot of damn work, man, running the label, man. So what do you do in your spare time when you Go back to being just Freddie Davis. Um, what do I do, man? Yeah, like ride go karts. What, what you do? Do you like? <laughs> you know, what I, I'm I mean, I, I'm, I, I like you know working out. Uh, uh, just just being out. You know, sometimes I might just. Um, get in my vehicle and just go out and see what the city, you know, what the Atlanta got going on. I, I just like, um, in my spare time, I just like being free and able to do whatever I could put my mind to or what I feel like doing. Right. And, you know, a lot of people don't have those choices, you know what I'm saying? Because of situations that, you know, going on in their life. So I, I try to keep my personal life, you know, uh, stress-free, so I'm, I'm able to just go out and just enjoy myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you on that shit. Cause you gotta, yeah. you got you gotta be able to relax. You know what I mean? I seen you in um, look, man. You know how that shit be, man. Like one when when somebody leave the country, it's a wrap. So I seen you in Colombia, motherfucker. Yeah, man. I, I said, damn, I need to ask him for some money. <laughs> Man, that that was an experience, man. I went over to Colombia and I spent um, six days over there, and it's a different world, you know. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm not really a big nigga, but over there, I was considered as a big dude. I mean, those people oh, over man. there, man. I mean, like, I think out of six days of me and being over there, and uh, I may have seen maybe five heavyset people. All the rest of them, man, like hardly nobody fat. Uh, you know, they very active. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's why, yeah, um, they have to do I hear them well. If you stay across the street from the corner store, you're gonna drive to the damn corner store instead of walk, getting up, walking your ass across the street. These folks, they, I mean, they very active. They walk, they ride bikes on, I think it was a Saturday, they shut a certain part of the city down and it's, it's called activity day or something like that where people get to walk the streets and ride their bikes, you know, up and down the highway, you know. Yeah. Um, all of their food over there is organic, you know. Uh, and, and, and it's crazy cause you know, I don't eat uh, red meat like hamburgers and shit like that, but I actually ate a, a uh, I wanna say a double cheeseburger or something like that from the McDonald's over there. And, and bro, yeah. It was good. It's, their McDonald's and our McDonald's is night and day. Cause like I said, all of their food is organic, you know? And the women over there are, are beautiful, bro. I mean, you have, you have women there that's uh, like 60 and out here giving these young girls who like 20 and 30, like a run for their money. I'm like, they're beautiful. So it was it was a learning experience, man, and I I really want to go back over there. I bet. Yeah. Fifteen, good for another session. Oh man. Fifteen, yeah. Nine, nine, three, five, next Friday, come right to this, and then come back and get race mixed. Fifteen, try, try to make it that Saturday, like six. Sixteen. Yeah. What time? It could be that evening or some shit like that. Yeah. So y'all in the studio, was, studio. Right now, now. Another session for the week, the weekend after the week, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, what's the craziest thing that happened in in twenty twenty? Did you uh, you survived? You made it. The crazy thing that happened. Yeah, in your life. Oh man. <laughs> the craziest thing that happened, you know, like to me in my personal life. Yeah. Uh, I think the craziest thing that happened, I mean, I, I didn't really have anything that just, uh, that happened to me that's totally to the left, you know, that took me by surprise, except for the death of my brother. Oh, man. You know, uh, Sorry to hear that. Yeah. You know, um, that was it. Uh, because you know, after the the whole COVID nineteen situation took place, yeah. you know, there were things already put in place in order to help us survive. And um, so, I think we just um, learning how to survive with what we was given for that uh, that year time. Uh, that was about the the hardest part, you know, because. Everything else, I mean, shit. You go nowhere. You couldn't. You go couldn't go to the sports bars. Couldn't go to the clubs. You couldn't. You know, couldn't do shit. So, uh, yeah. So that I mean, just the, the hardest part was just getting mentally adjusted to this this fucking secluded lifestyle they tried to force on America. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, did it did it make you push harder for this year? Like you feel better now? Yeah. Like that is okay. Yeah, it, it, we push harder, man. Yeah.
You know, I had made whatever my hustle is. Oh, I even post that on my Facebook. You know, like whatever your hustle is, you need to turn that shit up and go extra hard. Twenty twenty one, like play later. Yeah. All this shit trying to, you know, a playing time. Fuck that. It's hustle time, one hundred percent. I even told my Brazil that my artists, because uh, we had our first studio session. Um, when was it? Uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. the day after New Year's. We had our of the year and I was riding talking to her and I was like yo we got to we got to turn up with our grind this year with this music we got to go fucking 10 times harder yeah. you know because I felt like we we missed out missed a whole year of trying to make something happen and not only just us the people that we was connected to you right. know who uh who were connected to who had on reach who had arm reach they was shut down you know what I'm saying right. so like we gotta get in, gotta get out here and do our grind, do our handle our business. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's a it's an uphill for everybody, but I think it feels better now. Like that after we survived 2020, kind of feels better. Like at least I know what I'm working with, type shit, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's like you know what we're working with, but at the same time, we still don't know what to expect because shit is still evolving. Yeah. Will you take the uh? W- would you let Brazil Hill take the vaccine? Cause I know damn well you ain't taking that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you still know me. Nah, I ain't taking that fucker, man. Um, Brazil, I think that's a personal choice. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, I I kind of I helped manage her career, but her personal life that's that that more or less a personal decision on her. I hope she would like uh, <laughs> read up on it and be very knowledgeable of that shit before she, you know, let them uh, stick that shit up in her. But <laughs> me, if if I can avoid it in any kind of fucking way possible, uh, I would do it until that until I see it's real it's deemed as being very safe. And I, I probably still wouldn't do it because um, I just don't trust shit coming from the government. <laughs> just to be honest. Yeah. And then some of the shit just not making sense to me. It's just like the whole thing about the flu shot. You know, I don't understand how you're going to, you know, prevent someone from catching the flu by injecting the flu in them, even though they say the virus are dead. Well, I mean, but what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand the shit. Yeah, you, yeah, that don't make sense. And then I... Yeah, I've seen plenty of people... Um, who used to take the flu shot and fucking get cold, get sick. My, my ex-wife used to take the, the flu shot faithfully and every summer her ass have a fucking summer cold. Yes. I don't, I don't understand that. You mean somebody just... Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Huh? I said, no, somebody took the vaccine and, and they come like a couple of days later. Like a couple of weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. That shit crazy. So no, I won't be taking that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Where can I find your music or the website? You you got a website uh for the company? Um the website for the I had one, but I took it down. So um uh I just linked up uh with some uh, more cats that actually have from Mobile, our hometown. And uh, we're working on the website right now as we speak, but I do have links 
where you can go um, and, uh, you know, view Brazil Hill music and it'll tell you all the places where, you know, those smart links. it tell you, uh, you know, all of her music platforms they're on. You can go, um, they'll tell you, they'll send you to the different write-ups she had from different blog sites and everything. So for you sure. Know. So and I and I got them down here in the description in the page. You you yeah. see it when you're watching it. Oh man. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, my brother, man. Like I don't want to hold you up too much, man. I'm about to go smoke and eat. Uh <laughs> <laughs> eat, man. Huh? What you gonna eat? Oh, I'm about to go eat some salmon, man. Some uh salmon. Uh I was gonna eat some mahi, but Salmon cook faster, and uh, probably some veggies. That's it. I eat fish. I don't. I don't eat. So I don't know if I'm gonna have none. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, I, I love salmon. That's that's how I do it, man. Shoot. So y'all dropping? Y'all in the yeah. studio right now? When these records dropping? Um. This well. The record that she just finished uh, mixing down and all that good shit. Um, I'm gonna try to have that record out, man. Uh, probably the middle of the first quarter, maybe maybe some next month sometime. You know, because I, I right now I'm finna start working on, it. and I also want to build up a little buzz about it too before we just drop it. You yeah. know, so. Uh, so I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna try to at least by the by the middle, close towards the end of next month, and then hopefully probably have a video to drop with it too as well. Um, yeah. I I don't want to um, you know, I just got a few more things to add. I got one thing I really gotta ask you, and it really, how did uh mm -hmm. uh all right musically? Well, let let me see. Well, George Floyd situation happened. And then a million situations like that happen. Musically, are y'all making music about that? What's your stance on the whole Black Lives Matter? Like, it seemed like it just shut off yeah. after a while. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the, the answer is to know uh, Brazil hasn't recorded any songs um, that's touching on that matter, but we do have discussions. We do have discussions about that matter. And, you know, I, I, I think, you know, uh, we're on the same page, but we do have our differences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but the answer to that question, no, she haven't uh, written um, any songs, you know, that's touching bases on, you know, all this craziness that's been going on with the uh, injustice of the, you know, the black and the child. Do you think uh, Black Lives Matter is like really for the cause or do you think it's like a secret, some type of a secret agenda behind it? Man, you know, I haven't really dived deep into Black Lives Matter to, to say that it's some type of secret agenda going on or whatever like that. You know, I hear people say that and yeah, they, I hear some people say it, and I they have a different opinion. So, um, I don't want to sit here and say, try to uh, give an opinion about it when I don't really know 
uh, I know the I know the basic fundamentals of Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that's and, what I stand for. That's, but yeah, because I'm black. Yeah, I know. I do know that um, Black Lives Matter. You know, it is making the black voice being heard. It is causing the black voice to be heard, and it's something we we need. I know that much. Yeah, but for hidden secret agenda. I don't know that, man. I wouldn't be able to speak on that. <laughs> man. Just know that I just when some injustice is going on with the black man, woman, or child, Black Lives Matter is that front, is that front row seat voicing their opinion. Yeah. I can give them that. Yeah. I can't. You know? yeah. yeah. So you can't, yeah. You can't, you can't hate on that for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if um, uh, why you think if the internet shut down, you think we would still be able to as as all, the whole like the whole world, if the internet went away, you think we would still be able to do what we did back in the day, like live how we lived, or you think it'd just be scary out here? It'll be both. We'll be able to go back start popping shit about the trunk uh, because there's always somebody in the hood that's still burning CDs. <laughs> you know yeah. Like I was over in Greenbrier Mall, that damn motherfucker had a booth in the middle of the mall burning everybody's CD and selling CDs. And I, I walked over there, I was like, I wonder if this motherfucker got some of Brazil shit over here. Because I'm like, you know, he had a, a, a I'm, I'm in Greenbrier, I'm at the middle of the mall, and I see this motherfucker, he got, he got all everybody's CDs over there. And he had like a money bag, yo. And so I grabbed one and I opened it, and it was just a plain burnt CD. But at the cover, it had like money bag, yo, and all the other shit. So I'm like, this nigga, I bootlegging people's CDs. So the first thing I do, I start looking for a Brazil Hill CD. I'm like, I want this motherfucker to bootleg, motherfucker. you know, so. That shit's still going on, and if if that was to happen, we would convert back to that, and it also would be scared. Now, I don't know how it would affect, you know, some of these new age artists because they're not used to doing that. Right. Yeah. That's crazy but, shit, man. That's crazy yeah. shit, man. Oh, man. This was good, mm -hmm. man. Uh, how do you think of the president, man? You, you happy that we got Biden in there? Man, ain't nobody for us. <laughs> they ain't, ain't nobody for us. They just need our vote, but ain't nobody for us. You know, I don't, you know, ain't nobody for us, you know. Right, right. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, man, shoot. That's, 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 you know, that's what I was saying, like, you know, I was always wondering what somebody else thought about it, but they ain't for us. We got to go for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, you mm -hmm. come from Mobile, Alabama. Mm -hmm. I'm well from Pritchett. And you know mm -hmm. how many people that didn't make it, man? I remember oh, that. Yeah. I remember that place mm -hmm. in 92 and shit. You a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you a black man who didn't get shot. You didn't get killed. Like, all that stuff happened for it. That Was you there when we got laid down that time? We was getting ready. Uh, when we was when we got laid down. Yeah, we was getting ready to go do a show. 
and 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 a task force pull up on us and put the guns on us. Right? Huh? Was that the shop? Nah, we were we was on like Birmingham Street. Nah, I don't think I was there that day. Yeah, man, it was bad. I, and for no reason, it was just the hip hop cops. So <clears throat> you know, this is one of the last questions I, I had to really ask you, man. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, hip hop is t uh, being targeted at this point? Like when it comes to crime? Um, yeah, it is. I really think that the, um, the industry is financing, uh, I'm not gonna say the industry, but I do, I do think that hip hop is being targeted. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think hip hop is being targeted. Cause a lot of stuff that goes on in hip hop, it don't goes on in no other genre of music. Yeah, you know, right. I do think hip hop is being targeted. You damn yeah, sure. Yeah, but but at the same time, you know, we put that on target on our own back. Mm. You know, keep going. Target that, and we take the target and put on our back. So yeah, you know, but with a smile on our face too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot. Yeah. So, it is what it is, man. Well, man, but yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate this interview, bro. Man, yeah. I appreciate it, man. I needed your story to be out there, man. I wanted to be part of it before it even blow up. I'm going to have yeah. you back. Uh, I'm going to try to have you back later on, you know, this year. And uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do a recap, man. Uh, yeah. Do it sometime this year, maybe next year or something like that, but most definitely need to do a recap, you know, so I can keep you abreast on what's going on and the new projects of a Brazil Hill and all that stuff. And, you know, but for right now, just enjoy what we got out. You know, we got them YouTube uh, videos out there on the Rich Point Music uh, YouTube channel. You see Brazil Hill music videos. Um, also, you can go and Follow her on Instagram at Brazil Hill on Facebook, which is Brazil Hill, and also Rich Point Music on Instagram. So, you know, get out there. That's exactly that's that's what's up, man. Sure. Oh. Man, thank you for coming through, man. I'm, this this is an honor, man. Like I'm gonna yeah. probably personally watch this shit over and over and over myself. <laughs> Don't worry, man. It was good chopping it up with you, man. You man. know. For sure. Good. Uh, yeah, it's good that, you know, how we used to be back in the days and what we have, you know, become now and seeing us on two different platforms, but we able to come together. That's yeah. one. I mean, it was real dope because, you know, uh, knowing our history. So yeah. it's pretty dope right here doing this right now, man. Who would have thought? Yeah. But yeah. you. Yeah. All right, fam. Uh, Hey, I'm on. Uh, don't hang up. I'm uh, I'm about to close this show out. So don't hang up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is episode 149, Freddie Davis of Rich Point Music. I always get ready to say records. A Rich Point <laughs> <laughs> Music, episode 149, the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show. Uh, check us out on Amazon, Spotify, YouTube. All kinds of places, wherever you can listen to a podcast or a radio show. All right, my brother. All right, bro. Peace and love. Peace.